Welcome back to the Book It Podcast. On today's episode, Alan has his drunk thought for everyone. We jump into a little college football. Can Ohio State get upset? Is Indiana good? Is Indiana bad? Then we jump over to the NFL where Alan's going against Johnny Gruden and the Raiders, even though he's made him a fortune. I'm personally fading Pittsburgh for like the 15th week in a row. I'm living and dying by it. We'll see what happens. And then we close it out with book with that bet. In the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavalawa. Barkley from inside his own five. Barkley with a lead. Barkley with a first. Barkley down the sideline. Saquon Barkley runs the opening kick. 97 yards. What's up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Book It Podcast. This is the weekly picks segment. If you missed Monday's episode, we recap the weekend, weekend that was. Go back and check that out. On today's episode, we're going to start off with a little Allen's Drunk Thought. Then we're going to jump into a little college football and close it out with the NFL. And of course, book that bet. On today's episode, I'm joined, as always, by my good friends, Alan Renegar and Richie Bench. Richie made it this time. He's on time. Boys, how are we feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good, man. I mean, another day, another dollar, right? Yeah, just going with the flow. Same. Good shit. All right. Well, as far as you guys know, we're not going to talk about Thursday Night Football because we did that Monday's episode. Like I said, go back, check it out. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter, at Book It Podcast, TikTok, at Book It Podcast. We're keeping the informational segments going. And remember to like, subscribe, share, do all the good stuff to the podcast. Get our name out there, people. So without further ado, we're going to start off with Alan's Drunk Thought. Buddy, stage is yours. I just don't know how to express myself sometimes when I need to be properly different. Fuck. So we all know uh, occasionally, you know, you drink a few beers, you're out with your buddies, you're out bar hopping, you're hanging out with the ladies, trying to get some digits. You know how that goes. But afterwards, you get this insatiable hunger that you just have to fulfill. And here's my tip for the day. It's go-to food and how to spend less amount of money when intoxicated. So here we go. So I always am a go-to guy. There's two places I like to go. If I'm at home, um, there's the Coney Island. The Coney's always the go-to. You got a good, greasy, get two Coney burgers, two Coney dogs, and you get a nice fountain drink. It helps lighten the mood of what, what you drank earlier, you know? And when you wake up the next day, you might be a little groggy, but the hangover is gone. I'm telling you, this thing is a miracle worker. Then you have the sheets. The sheets you can never go wrong with. I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, don't, don't go in there and, and you know, there's, there's two things I get. So one would be the app sampler. And number two, you can never go wrong with the two-for-one deal. You always got to get the hot dogs with a little bit of uh, cheese on there, a little bacon, and a little bit of chili, you know? Sometimes that's just what you need in your system. The third place and the final place is the Burger King. Yes, the Burger King. I am talking the Pottsville metropolises of the best eatery in town. I'm telling you. You can go there. They have this two-for-five deal. You get two sandwiches, right, for five bucks comes out to like 560 something and trust me folks i'm a pro then you get a little medium drink on the deal or small depending on how how fat the wallet is that week they have this deal eight nuggets for a dollar you can't go wrong 
I'm not a French fry guy. I don't particularly care for chips. So we're going to stay away from those. Um, I complete my order and typically I spend $11 or less. So there's my thoughts for the week. That's my tip. Have a nice day. And um, I'll just say this, over <laughs> quarantine and stuff, there was a lot of times where me, Alan, and some other people did end up at these places, and I'll give you guys credit. Alan was like, guys, you need to get this, this, and this. You only spend this amount of money. <laughs> guys are math whiz when it comes to drunk food. Alan, yes. do you have the menu with you right now? No, I don't, actually. it's uh, That's all from memory. <laughs> um, I, I, I am a guy who likes to drink a lot of beers and, and occasionally indulge in some uh, good takeout. Hey, I think we're all like that, except Richie, because he doesn't drink often. Okay, so with that, we'll jump over to the college football picks this week. Uh, this is, I'm going to use this as a tip quick. I, have been not, I haven't been seeing college football well. I haven't been watching a ton of it. I've been cold as shit doing it. I don't have any numbers to back up what I'm betting. I am off college football this week unless there's a live number that I like, which I'll tweet out or be on action, blah, blah, blah. So I won't have any pregame bets. These guys will. I'll still talk about them, but – a word of advice, if there's a league or games or a team, you're just like, damn, I just am not seeing this well right now. It might be Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, Friday Night Football. It might be something like that or Mac. I'm just not seeing this well. Don't bet it. Just watch it instead. There's, you don't have to bet every game. You don't have to bet every single day. Save your bankroll. Save your money and just say, I'm going to watch this game. Learn something. Then even say, hey, I think I like this side. And then see if you would have won. And then think about it. Take a step back and think about it. But it saves you money. It saves you time. It, you feel better. I, I completely agree with that point there because this is one of those deals where sometimes I don't even know what I like on a game. And I've, I've even caught myself doing this. I'll still put money on it because I feel I, you feel a certain type of way about it, but you're not sure. And if you're not sure, why would you put your own money out there when you could just sit there, enjoy the game? You know, I usually sometimes write down on a piece of paper, I, you know, what the line was, the over-under, and, and just see, you know, would you have won or wouldn't you have won? I completely agree with that. That's a great point, honestly. Yep, so with that, we'll jump right into college football. Mr. Richie Benz, you said you want to go first this week, so we'll give it to you. Uh, yeah, so after what they just said, this is a game where I want you to put the house on, the kids, oh, everything. <laughs> All right, so the pick one here, Michigan State versus Maryland. Maryland's favored by six and a half points. Uh, Maryland, the last two games, have, they've been showing up against Penn State and the Minnesota week before that. Uh, I, look, I look at Michigan State then. Man, last week, 24-0 against Indiana. Uh, they look like they're in the middle of the ocean. They're they're lost. They don't know. They have no clue what they're doing. Um, so I really like Maryland. I think two is uh, fitting in well. He's uh, settling down kind of, and Jacobs the running back. He's pretty good. So I like Maryland minus us minus six and a half, and they can dominate in this game. Yeah, I mean, uh, when when I look at this game, this is a game I really don't want to touch. This is a clash of two shitters. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I I could see where you're coming from, Richie, because obviously with how the Big Ten's playing out right now. I don't hate the pick, but it's just not something I'm personally into. Ev? Yeah, I'm the same way here. Richie, I know you love this Maryland team because you try to keep taking baby Tua's um, his, his, his takeover, his, his older brother who's being a stud in the NFL right now. You love to keep trying to do that. I don't know why you're trying to do that. Kids in college. And Jacobs, his brother, I mean, they're right. But overall, Maryland's a shitty team. Michigan State, shitty team. I, this is this is like what Alan said. It's it's not a game I want to get involved with. I definitely don't want to be laying points in a game like this because who knows what the hell can come out of this. So I will be off this game completely. Probably won't even watch it because there's going to be better games on, on Saturday to watch than this shit show. We'll just have to Absolutely. see. Absolutely. Um, so with that, I'll, I'll do my second pick here. Army versus Georgia Southern. Uh, 
minus three and a half, plus four over unders at 41 and a half. Okay, folks, this game opened up army side, minus four and a half. The army's now down to minus three and a half. Only took a hook off uh, Georgia Southern with that four, uh, four and a half there. But uh, 53% of the money is on Georgia Southern. Uh, causing the line move in this game, if, if it does touch, touch three, I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of do what Richie just said. If this game does touch three, I'm telling everybody, put the house, put the kids, put the wife, the money, the bank loan, uh, pull your kids out of private school, send them to public school. Because this is one of those games. Army just came off a tough game against um, Tulane. Uh, we all witnessed that. I made an asshole of money off that, as I said about in the review. But this is one of those games where I think Army's going to rebound. This Georgia Southern team is a, is an okay team. <clears throat> but this is a Georgia Southern team that can be worn down by a military academy's offense. Uh, I believe that the Army's defense is very physical, and if they get all their attributes together – I believe they can't hold Georgia Southern down uh, and wear them down. So I'm going to take this. I'm going to take it minus three and a half. Show good faith. I think Army's got this all the way. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, Georgia Southern and Army are both triple option teams. I was on Georgia Southern a little earlier in the year um, where they ended up losing their top two running backs. They ended up still covering the game because they were the triple option team. This is This is a game where, like I said, I only bet on triple option teams or service academies as dogs. And when you're laying points here, if it does get to three, okay. But personally, from my perspective and history and betting triple option teams, you don't want to be laying points. You want to be getting the points here. So my only look would be to Georgia Southern. What I know about Georgia Southern, they're a solid team. They pass the ball more than Army, obviously, so they're going to be able to get it through the air. Um, I don't hate your look on the game. If I had to lean, I would lean Georgia Southern just because, like I said, I like getting the points, but um, I will not be betting the game in any capacity here. Yeah, I also won't be betting this game. I don't really know too much about these two teams. I just know Army is really a, a run team, so I'm, I'm going to stay away from this game. But, yeah, it's, that's, for the, that's really it for this game. Um, honestly, I don't have a second pick. Uh, the one game I wanted to ask you guys was the Indiana versus Ohio State, minus 20 and a half. Uh, so, yeah, what do you guys think about this game, 20-and-a-half, Ohio State's favorite by? Um, um, I honestly, it was it was one of the games that I did take. I, I did take Indiana on the plus side. Um, I did talk to Ev about it later. I pre-bet this because I did get that plus 21, which I felt like was a solid number, and I feel like uh, it's disrespecting Indiana and, and what they're being able to do right now. Um, I just don't think this Ohio State team is as good as they're cracked up to be, but I don't think they've been tested. Um, like they should have been. And I think this Indiana team is definitely going to uh, put the test on them. Ev? Yeah, th- this is that Big Ten game that I know a couple years back, Penn State did this stuff. And and I know, I think it was last year, Penn State was like a 17-and-a-half-point dog going to Ohio State, and they made a couple plays happen. They caused a couple turnovers. They were able to do stuff. Indiana's a good team. But at the end of the day, Ohio State is better. Are they three touchdowns better? Probably not. If Ohio State came out and won 35 to 7, would anyone be shocked? No. That, that's the thought there. That's why I, I know I'm on a lot of stuff on gambling Twitter and a couple Facebook group chats and stuff. And I see a lot of people are like, oh, Indiana plus three scores. Indiana plus, like, it's, it's money. It's money. It's money. The, the line's there for a reason. If the line was an, an easy game to pick, Vegas wouldn't be rich for it. 
The line's there for a reason. Remember that. Maybe this is a game where you 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 watch the game and you see what happens because unless Indiana comes out and goes up 7-0, 14-0, something like that, the line's going to stay right around that three-touchdown area. And, hell, if Ohio State comes out and scores a touchdown early, you might get four touchdowns out of it. It's a, it's a tricky game for me. I know Ohio State is the better team, and I, don't, I know Indiana's good. I don't know how good, and I, we don't even know how good Ohio State is either because they've only played how many games. Yeah, and this kind of leads me into like another uh, – I guess it would be tip. I don't know if Ev would agree with this, but how I do it is when I pick my games early in the week and I get early lines and I feel good about that, I put a minimum amount of my uh, unit on it. So my minimum amount of unit is $15. So then when I get to – Say say the line moves in my favor, or say I, I I I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I like this game a lot. I'll put another 15 on it, which is leaving me 30. Then I'll watch the game live and see how I think the game's gonna go. Then I make my actual bet. That's just how I've been doing it. I've been pre- pretty successful as of late with it. I mean, I've been doing it probably the last two or three weeks. Um, it's been working out for me. I'm not saying this is how everybody should do it. Um, Ev, you have anything to say about any of that? Yeah, I mean, you're doing it like a stock, basically. So, like, you you you're buying a you buy a stock, and you're like, okay, it might break out this point. Well, supports here, blah blah blah. So your your pre bet is is your support. You're saying, okay, you get closer to it. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, well, this is looking better. Blah 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 blah. You add more, and then as the stock's running, the game's going on. You add more to it. So in that theory, that's not bad, and that can save you money instead of having say 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 you were gonna put fifty dollars on a total instead of doing that in the beginning of the week and then saying shit that was the wrong side. If you do that early on. You can either come back and you can head your way out or you could just say, okay, I'm just going to leave this as a, a lower tier bet this week. I thought I liked it more upon reading stuff and seeing what was going on. You got off it. I think that's a really good, really good tactic to go about it, especially if you're a, a low bankroll or you're, you're just starting out. That's a great way to, to go about it because you might see something early on that you think is really good and then the line might move three points in your, it, against you. And then you can get a better number actually, but then you can get that better number for more for money. And then now all of a sudden you got two numbers and you can have a little more on it. Or you could just say, hey, I'll cut my losses. I'll take the, the bad number I have. It is what it is. I think that's really good and really – I'm glad you said that. Richie, you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think whatever really works for you and how much money you really have is – it's like what you're doing I think is really smart, like looking out earlier and then maybe attacking it later. So, yeah. Well, I guess with all that being said, I'll, I'll take this into my next college football pick, uh, OK State, Oklahoma. Uh, minus seven plus seven and a half over is 58 and a half under is 59. Uh, Big 12 defense is completely buttsky. I mean, we all know that uh, nobody in this league plays defense. Let's keep in mind. Okay. State was supposed to be a top four team in the country. Um, I'm going to go the over of this game over 58 and a half. I think this game sales over 58 and a half. Uh, the mullet <laughs> versus Lincoln Riley head to head is going down and it's about to be a shootout. So, I mean, like I said, 58 and a half, the over, I feel comfortable with it. I feel like this is going to be, this is a rivalry game. Um, I don't think you're going to see much of a, uh, much of defense. I think you're going to see a lot of offense and uh, keep your eye out for a lot of fireworks. Uh, I'll call this game the 4th of July game. There hasn't been a, a ton of fireworks going on in the big 12 this year. They've honestly just been beating up on each other. Okie State's defense is not bad at all. They can score the rock, though. Uh, Spencer Rattler here there for uh, Oklahoma. He's starting to get his feet going. He's not as good as recent quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I agree with your look here. And if you think about it in the past, a Big 12 total at 58 is like, holy shit, what's going on? It could be a little bit of recency bias going on, a little bit of there's been a lot more low-scoring games in the Big 12, stuff like that. And if you look at these guys' offensive numbers, like pace rating-wise, this probably should be more – 
teamed in the low 60s, more so than than uh, high 50s there. So I like your lean. I like where you're at. And um, once again, I'll say this. If there's going to be a high-scoring game, you could live bet this game. You can get numbers on both sides. You could you could trade this game back and forth. You can get a high total if it spikes up early and they start slowing down. Then you can come back and you can try to give yourself a, a nice big middle. High-scoring games are always fun to watch because you could live bet them left and right and you have a ton of numbers and have a ton of room to, to middle yourself. I completely agree. Richie? Yeah, so I look at this game. I also agree with you. I think this could be a 4th of July kind of game here. A lot of fireworks shit going on here. Um, these teams, Both these teams' specialties are they're obviously their offense – and whatever we said there, I also agree with. So I'm I'm on the over two in this game. So uh, I think that about wraps up our college segment. Unless Richie, you have something else to add? Yeah, just one other thing. Penn State, they suck. Okay, they, that about terrible. wraps up that wraps up our college segment. So we'll jump over <laughs> to the NFL. So this is where I've been I've been seeing stuff really good in the NFL. I've been seeing props really well. I've been seeing a lot of stuff really well. And like I said on Monday's episode, I'll say it again. Um, I'm still all over that opener bet of Tennessee minus six and a half or plus six and a half. If you guys want my full breakdown, I'm not going to go into it here. Go back to Monday's episode. Um, but to start off here, I'll go first. The over 48 and a half in this Dallas, Minnesota game. So here's my reason here. So you look at Dak Prescott, he got injured what about four or five weeks ago and Dallas hasn't really played anyone easy recently. They've played harder defenses. The easiest defense they played was probably the Cardinals defense the week after it was the week after it was prime time. They didn't look good. Blah, blah, blah. Then they had the Danucci game. They had, they had uh, Cooper. Dalton, Dalton, yeah, Cooper game. Dalton got destroyed. I think Dalton's back or Cooper Rush or Gilbert. One of them's going to be playing off a bye against a not good Minnesota team who's on a short week who just played the Bears, a tough matchup. So my thought here was this is either I'm looking to bet on Dallas or I'm looking to get an over, an over down here. So the line opened about eight and a half and it's down to seven. So I probably missed the main move there. If this gets back to seven and a half, I would add some Dallas. But at seven, I'm not going to add any Dallas. So I'm going to take the over eight, the over 45 and a half. Especially with Dallas off the bye, I think they can score. Now, that's where it comes down to. If they can't get in the end zone from the red if, – if they're in the red zone and can't score and they get field goals, we're screwed. But I don't think that happens. I think after the bye week, Dallas' offense starts getting stuff going. You get Cooper <clears throat> outside. You get Lamb. You get Gallup, Schultz. I think Zeke finds his way to the end zone. On Minnesota's side of the ball, I don't know how Minnesota gets stopped this game. Dallas' defense can't stop anyone. I know they did decent against Pittsburgh. That's because Pittsburgh's a fraud. We all know that. <laughs> I'm kidding everyone. Pittsburgh's a decent team. They're just not 9-0. I'll clarify myself. They're still a good team. They're not 9-0. Good. We'll get into them later. Minnesota's secondary is nothing special either. I think, honestly, this is going to turn into a game of no one can stop each other. So if no one can stop each other, 48 and a half, which is under the league average of about 51 points per game, um, in a dome, like I said, I, I, like the, I like the over 48 and a half. I think we, uh, we just have a game that no one could stop anyone in. Yeah, I'm, I, I definitely like your overpick there. Um, like you said, it, this is going to come down to if, if Dallas can, can break the play and finally launch them into the end zone because they've struggled with that. Ever since Prescott, I mean, even I think when Prescott was there, they could put up all the yards and whatever, but they always had a, a red zone problem. And um, I, to be honest with you, that's kind of the reason I greg the leg on my fantasy team. This team is just known for kicking field goals, and that's about it. And like you said, defensively, I don't, they don't really do anything. So I, I give, I see where you're coming from with this whole pick here. Um, I'm not as down on Minnesota as you are. I think this Minnesota team is a team that started off one and five. He's working their way back. Just played a tough game against the Bears defense. That's a great Bears defense there. I love the Bears. Uh, Khalil Mack, 
that secondary isn't bad. The whole nine there. Uh, I ultimately don't really have a take on this game. I honestly can see – the only thing I can really say is it's a Minnesota win no matter what. That's the only thing I can really say about this game. Yeah, and, and hey, that can happen. That's why I'm a little lenient on the on, on betting. the And it's seven. So, I mean, Minnesota can win a, a three, four-point game, no big deal. Um, it, what worries me is the fact that the, the Dallas being able to score the ball. And uh, that's why I go over because I don't think many get stopped. And it's to me, it comes down to if Dallas can do their job. If Dallas can do their job, they probably cover. They probably win the game. They not win the game. They cover and the game goes over. Is Andy Dalton in this game? Is he back or no? We believe so. All right. So I'm looking at this game. I, I think everybody threw uh, four bags in the hole here. Uh, I really like the over here too as well. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Both of these defenses very poor. Um, Kirk Cousins can throw the ball all over this Dallas defense. And with Andy Dalton back, I think they're going to have, have some electric uh, offense uh, going in, into this game. So – I, I actually, yeah, I really like the over here. I like everything you said there. And I think this is going to be a three-score game. I'm not sure who's going to win. I think Dallas might be able to pull this one out in the end. Yeah, I mean, so I think we pretty much covered everything on the Dallas game there, Minnesota. So I'll take me into my next pick here, Carolina versus the Lions. Uh, minus three, that's what I got them at. It's now at uh, minus one and a half, over under 45 and a half. Um, I'm in a Carolina spot here. Uh, the Lions had a tough game against the Redskins last week. Um, Carolina still a team cooking, still a team in the hunt. Um, I think this is a Carolina team that easily covers what I took the minus three, but I think this t- Carolina team obviously easily takes the one and a half. Um, if this game gets on the plus side, definitely, definitely look to take Carolina money line. This is going to be, this will be a money maker here. Yeah, so this is a weird one if you ask me. So Detroit, what they did last week, barely beat in Washington. And overall, I don't think Detroit's a good team. I know we talked about that last week. Um, Detroit's really not a good team. Carolina, for for instance, though, I think is a decent team. I think Teddy Bridgewater's a good quarterback. He's efficient, blah, blah. No McCaffrey, I don't think that really hurts them because they do have Mike Davis back there. Um, I just got offered uh, Kenny Galladay and, and – uh, DeAndre Swift in the fantasy league right now. So I'm really diving into this Detroit team, which is funny, but um, I think this is, this is a game that, that could get a little, get a little out of hand high scoring wise. Um, I can't look anywhere else, but the Carolina side though, straight up pools for sure. Carolina. Um, and like you said, live betting, if that, if they do turn to a, a, a short dog or a short dog or maybe three or Detroit goes up and you can get a good live number on them. I think that's a really good opportunity to, to get some down on Carolina. Yeah, so this is actually my first pick as well. I like Carolina minus three. I think this game stays at minus three. I think Carolina is uh, the better team here. Detroit, I mean, they, they had that game all the way up to the fourth quarter. They were up, what, 24 to three. Washington came all the way back. That can't happen in a game like that, against, especially against the Washington team. Uh, I know McCaffrey is out this week. I just looked at my fantasy team to see that he was out. He does matter, but not, not to the extent. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, he threw, he did, he did good last week, honestly, against Tampa Bay. I thought it was, um, a good showing for him throughout the whole entire game. Just a couple errors, JPP pick kind of turned that game over, but overall, I think, uh, Carolina can cover this, cover this game minus three, uh, pretty easily here. Yeah. So that about wraps that game up. So that'll bring me into my next pick and Hey, Pittsburgh fans, I'm sorry. I'm doing it to you again. I know it didn't work last week. Listen, I, 
if you listen to Monday's episode, it wasn't the wind I'm making an excuse for, but I'm definitely making the excuse. That's why the wind happened. That's why Joey Burrow couldn't throw. That's why they didn't cover the game. New Pittsburgh was going to get theirs, people. I know a lot of people are hating on me. That's fine. Hate on me. Their secondary is going to kill them. Jags plus 10 here. This number is too big. Jacksonville at home. They could throw the ball. They have, they rank in the top 10 in offensive line. They have James Robinson back there who can run the ball. I know it's a tough running defense. The secondary is the problem for Pittsburgh. It's going to be nice weather. There's not going to be wind. There's not going to be snow or anything because it's down in Florida. Um, Jake Luton. If it was Gardner, I'd probably feel a little better about it. Jake Luton's not a bad quarterback though. He's able to get Chark. Uh, Chenault should be in. That'd be a that'd be a questionable thing at the end there to see if he's in. I think this just turns into a Jags game where they're down 14 late and you get a Luton backdoor cover touchdown. That's what it seems like to me. Um, is this pick kind of out of spite for all Pittsburgh fans? A little bit. Is this pick uh-huh. that I like the Jags side plus 10? A little bit more. Give me Jacksonville plus the 10. Yeah, so this game is very interesting to me. Um, you obviously mentioned Luton not being a uh, not being a bad quarterback. Um, Chark uh, definitely has been having some tremendous weeks for them. Um, I don't think that they win this this game or or stay in the game by by staying on the ground. Uh, don't get me wrong; they have a, a tremendous rookie there in Robinson, but let's not forget this this Steelers defense is at the nine and zero mark for why that that's why they are nine and zero. The front. I would say the front five, front six is why they're nine and zero. The secondary, I think, if you're going to beat Pittsburgh, you got to beat Pittsburgh through the air, and you have to put a lot of pressure on them and make them stay in some two cover look and 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 drive the ball down the field deep. So it'll be interesting. I don't really have a take on this game. I'm just going to enjoy watching it. I'm going to probably root for Pittsburgh's demise. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Uh, yeah, so I look at this game here. It's, I think this is an interesting game as well. Minus 10. I thought that was kind of low, to be honest. I think Pittsburgh, they're, they're a good team. They're, they're 9-0. They're obviously a good team. They played some good opponents. Uh, their defense is obviously their strong, their strong asset here. But I look at this game. I'm staying away overall. I, I, just, I just minus 10. I'm not sure, Ev, here. I'm staying away, though. <laughs> yeah, I just hey, can't really have a take on this. Hey, listen, I've bet a lot of ugly dogs in, in my couple years of gambling here. This goes down as one of the ugliest ones, but you get them at home, I like it. I know. You were on Cincy last week, though, too, as well. Right. Hey, I Listen, if you – can you – do these work for you? I said it was a bad call. The wind played a big factor in it. <laughs> I think the wind, the wind had a, no factor in it. To yeah, be you're right. You're right. 40-plus mile-an-hour wind had no factor in Joe Burrow throwing the football. It's on both sides, buddy. Think about it. Yeah, Big, I ben, big, big I Ben's put, been there. Yeah. Big Ben's done that. He knows what he's doing. Burrow's a rookie. That's my point. That's like Rodgers in the wind. Rodgers is able to throw <laughs> in the wind. They're good at it. Well, I guess I guess if we were sailing boats, we would have won because the wind <laughs> was on our back. But, uh, Richie, do you want to take this into your next pick? I'm yeah, living and dying <laughs> on this Pittsburgh fade. I'm just telling you guys that if Pittsburgh wins the Super Bowl, I'll go to the – I will take – Pittsburgh is, is a fraud to the goddamn grave. I don't care. Oh, I, I want Pittsburgh to win the Super Bowl now. We're going to have a podcast on that one. But, all right, going to my second pick here for the NFL. Uh, New England, as of right now, is minus two against Houston. I was watching that Houston game last week, man. Like, I know the conditions are terrible and everything was going wrong for Houston the whole entire game, but – Minus two. I think New England had a good a good showing against uh, Baltimore last week, and I think that, I think they have to win this game to uh, to stay in this division run. 
to be honest here. And I think New England is going – Bill Belichick will go back to the board and he's going to be like, all right, we're doing this, 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 and we're going to execute it. So I, I love New England here, minus two. I don't think Houston's been showing anything all year, especially with Deshaun Watson uh, getting sacked as many times as he is. Yeah, so this game is interesting to me, Richie. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, showing that how the Patriots did play against Baltimore last week. Like, let's not forget here. That game was a tremendous downpour. I haven't seen a rainstorm like that in quite some time. Um, those guys were out there. They couldn't throw the football, man. It was a, it was a running game. Um, but uh, <sighs> I don't breathe, know. Breathe, breathe. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I just can't sit here and justify – the Patriots beating um, Houston. Houston. Come on. Yeah, Houston. Sorry. I'm having a brain malfunction at the moment. I thought you were just struggling because this game's so shitty and you just don't want to even talk about it because, I mean. It is a shitty. No, and that is part of it, I think, because this game is so crappy. I mean, Houston played that game against Cleveland last week, and that game was atrocious. I can only imagine this thing's probably going to look like uh, the dog shit all over the yard and you're out there having to use the pooper scooper all day. So – I'm just going to pass. Everly, take this game, please. So, I don't okay, want. everyone, I know Richie loves to say this. Richie loves to say New England still has a chance to win this division, which is the funniest statement I think I've ever heard. I've been on the New England fade train since the beginning of the year. We all know that. And Richie, no, it's not because I just have an under eight and a half win bet on that I want them to lose. It's because I truly, they're not a good team this year. Like you can see it in the makeup of their team. They win shit games. Last week, the, the monsoon in, in New England, their games New England wins because Belichick finds ways to win those games. That's just how that works. <clears throat> I think the weather should be good up there. This is uh, going to be a shitty game, but in my opinion, I, I think Houston, they de- or Watson could throw all over this defense if he doesn't hold it too long. The defensive line isn't that good. I mean, you had freaking Joe Flacco was able to throw on this defense two weeks ago. Let's not forget that. I think Deshaun Watson is able to throw all over this defense. I'm not going to bet the game, but – for New England to win, they need to they need to get to Watson a lot. I just don't see them on the defensive line being able to do that consistently. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with everything you said there. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take this right into my next pick, folks. I feel sacrilegious. The church bells have stopped ringing. Uh, cars have stopped. Babies are not being kissed. Uh, the president, whatever. KC versus the Raiders minus seven plus seven. Over under 56 and a half. Folks, I've been a big Raiders guy the last few weeks. I mean, I've been huge. They've made me a small middle class fortune. They've they've helped me out of the gutter. They've been my friend in my time of need. Cue the Toy Story song. You got a friend in me. Now cut it because I am taking Kansas City this week. Minus seven. All the way, baby. Take that to the almanac. That's all I have to say. Bible on it. Uh, so I know this came up in our preview. Um, we were starting to talk about it, or me and you were talking about it a little bit. This game kind of seems like an Oakland spot for me. The If you look what the line's done, it went from seven, Oakland took took some money, and then got that back up, KC minus seven. KC is a good team. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is on pace for 44 touchdowns and like two interceptions, some disgusting numbers. But Oakland beat these guys once. I think Oakland can match up well against them. It's Or not Oakland, Vegas. Sorry, everyone. They're in Vegas, obviously. There's not going to be weather factor here. Seven is a big number, and I, I'm not betting your Raiders here, but I am going to look for some props on the Raiders side overs because I think they're going to be able to score on this defense, and I think they stay in this game, personally. 
I also think they stay in this game. I just can't believe Allen is not taking the Raiders for the fourth week in a row here. Nope. Um, this is kind of shocking to me. Okay, Richie's cutting out his shitty-ass Wi-Fi, I guess. So that wraps up our NFL segment. Unless, boys, you have any other games you want to discuss, I think we're, we're all set in stone there. So we'll jump right into book that bet. Remember, quick bet, 20, 30 seconds, minute, no matter what you want, future, prop, do anything you want with this one. Could be a game you went over. Could be a game you didn't go over. If you didn't go over it, give a quick little breakdown. Alan, you're up first. Yeah, so I'm going to take this back to what we reviewed on. We ended up talking about it after the podcast. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to lock in. I, well, I did lock in the plus 300 on the New York Giants. Uh, it's one of my favorites of the week. The other thing I did lock in on, folks, I talked about it before. I took Notre Dame to win the ACC championship on a third-party booking app that I use. Um, I honestly think Notre Dame has a chance to win a national championship this year. Yeah. So do I on. I mean, I already, I bet him like three weeks ago. So you're, yeah. I'm glad you're finally catching up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Richard. So like we said with the giants there, Alan just kind of got me a little happy there, but I go to my, going to my, uh, book it pick here. Get the notebook out guys. Cause this is a, this is a wife, dog, fish, uh, fishbowl kind of bet here. <laughs> New England versus Houston minus two. Give me New England. Okay. Um, just so everyone knows when we say wife, the house, the kids, all that, it's all joking. Please don't go out and take our points and put all your life savings <laughs> on it. Keep your, keep your same amount bad. I gotta, gotta put that, put that in there for me. I'm going to be taking a prop this week. It's not out yet. Deandre Swift overs over yards, over receptions, over receiving yards to score a touchdown, either pick one against this shitty Carolina defense or just wait until Sunday, and I'll tweet it out on the on the page, whatever one I do take, whatever comes out to be the best number. I was looking at his receptions. He's been averaging right around five or six targets and getting three and four receptions. So it might be a three-and-a-half, four-and-a-half type deal. We'll see there. Um, I think he's going to have a day. Like I said, I'm going to try a trade for my fantasy league right after this, this is over. Uh, so, yeah, lock that in. DeAndre Swift's overs. I hope that does not happen because I'm facing him in fantasy this week. So, Everly, make sure you trade for him right now as we speak, please. Thank you. Okay, I'll trade. I'm gonna trade him. Trade him, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So then you can play DeAndre Hopkins. If you get that's a good. That's a really good trade. If no, you get that's that. not happening. No one will ever take DeAndre Hopkins off my team. Okay, boys, do we have anything else to add before we close out shop? No, I mean, like I said, uh, if you didn't listen to the review, I'm gonna say it again. Everly's making some great TikTok content right now. He's out there. He's he's been able to um, give you some great tips on how to bet. If you're a first time better, I highly recommend it. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us wherever you can. Um, thank you. Yeah, it's it's really good to be educated when when betting. Make sure you know what you're doing. Make sure you know know stuff. You're not just you're betting your money. Remember that you're betting your money. Don't don't just do dumb stuff. Learn it. And if you if you don't know it, ask questions. There's a lot of people in the gambling space that will be able to answer your questions. Us, I know we're all on gambling Twitter. There's a ton of people on there that can answer questions. Um, but yeah, take it with comment on the on the TikToks too, because I'll answer y'all if you got any questions or anything like that. So with that. That, that wraps up this week's segment. Alan, thanks as always. Richard, eh, thanks sometimes. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Twitter at Book It Podcast, on TikTok at Book It Podcast. Like, subscribe, unsubscribe, tell someone, tell a professor, tell a friend, drop it in a Zoom class. I know Zoom classes are almost over and they're annoying as shit, but drop it in there, at least on the last day. Like, 
do it because it'll kind of be funny. I mean, why not? what do you have to lose? Really nothing. So see everyone next Monday. Good luck with the bets this weekend. Peace out.